This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ball Game on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. What's going on? And welcome to what we hope is your favorite sports talk radio program, Idaho Sports Talk. We're Prater in the Ball Game right here on KTIK, the Ticket. Prater kicking off hour number two. On this beautiful day in Boise, and uh, we're going to hang with one of our friends, and things are looking a little different right now. For the first time ever, we got the cameras going in the RowPaint.com studio. This thing, this segment with BJ is streamed on all social media channels, and if anybody ever does care about seeing like how we do our thing in this studio, well, uh, pretty soon they're going to be able to do it for three hours, but at least for now, one big segment. There's at least two good-looking guys on this segment, one not-so-good-looking guy, but uh, we're still going to bring the thunder. Let's get after it. Let's do this. B.J. Rains joining us right now for our Bronco Nation News Report, and our partnership just seems to continue and seems to grow. B.J., what's going on, dude? Not much, not much, uh, but the uh, pajamas thing kind of scared me there at the end of the last segment, so... <laughs> No, I'm just having fun, man. I know. Prater does. He, he's throwing around all kinds of crazy crap today. I think Johnny's excited that it's Friday. We've Nation news gear, but we haven't made pajamas yet. Maybe I should add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. BJ, a lot to talk about. I'm just going to start, obviously, kind of the stretch run. you got five games left for this basketball program. Talk about the importance of holding serve, winning this game tomorrow at Extra Mile Arena. Oh, it's huge. I mean, uh, obviously San Diego State's going to be tough. I think Nevada's playing better for senior night. And you got five games left, and I, I know Bob has said it too, but I think three and two you know, is enough to probably get you in. But I think if you can go four and one in these last five games, even if you go down there and lose in the quarterfinals and get upset in Vegas, I think you're in. I think four and one makes Boise State a lock. Uh, which means you got to go three and zero in your home games and split on the road is the easiest way to do that. So uh, yeah, you already beat this team. I know it was a close game, but you were just kind of getting going, and uh, you had the the buzzer beater for Marcus Shaver, or I guess with a second left, whatever it was. Uh, so I mean, it was a you, you know I'm not a huge Utah State fan. I just look at their roster and I think that this is a game Boise State should win. It's going to be close to a sellout. But yeah, I mean, if you're saying you need to go three and two or four and one, you can't start that five game stretch with a with a loss. So win this game uh, tomorrow. Get some momentum. Hopefully, you know, push that into Tuesday. Have another big crowd for San Diego State, and then you know, get to those final three games, two on the road. Just saying, hey, let's win one of these final three, and we're in pretty good shape. BJ Reigns joining us again, Bronco Nation News Report. You t- I've been following you, reading you on Twitter, obviously, and stuff, BJ, about the student section, and you know, maybe how that can expand. You know, you don't ever see the star football players there, and. And a lot of times it's pretty easy to, to spot the, the star football players when they do show up and whatnot. I remember they used to years and years ago, but not so much with this team. How can they get that student section really popping for a big game tomorrow, man? Well, we saw Brian Harson down there in the front of the Auburn student section going crazy. I mean, let's get Andy Avalos down there in the front of the student section. Let's get, you know, would the place go nuts if Hank Bachmeyer shows up on the video screen telling the fans to start going nuts? I mean, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of ways. And, you know, we, they did announce yesterday, I guess, uh, that they're taking off the tape for every other row of the student section. So that's going to help to try to pack the student section, the lower part at least. They've got the concessions back open. They're doing all kinds of giveaways tomorrow uh, in terms of prizes and snowboarding stuff for students and lift tickets and rally towels and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of ways they could do it. And, and yeah, I mean, the, the football Twitter account has 100 and 100 plus thousand 
Twitter followers. The basketball team has 13,000. I went back and looked, and I was back in last August and hadn't found a single tweet uh, from the football count that mentions the basketball team. So uh, I think you could certainly send out a retweet or something to try to help uh, from the football side push the basketball team and vice versa. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a you know big opportunity tomorrow, 4 o'clock game. There's no Super Bowl parties or excuses folks can make. I think that if the student section is not pretty uh, pretty much full tomorrow, I, I think that would be uh, pretty disappointing for Leon Rice and the team. B.J. Reigns, Bronco Nation News. We do this every Friday right here on Idaho Sports Talk. You can also catch Johnny Ballgame on the Bronco Nation streaming show every Monday. Monday, myself every Thursday, official partnership with Bronco Nation News. BJ, we're happy to do it. Let, let's dive into the analytics of what these last five games mean for Boise State. You're deep into the analytics of college basketball and bracketology. I think Boise State can maybe go as high as a 6 and maybe as low as a 10 or 11. What's the difference in terms of a 6, 7, an 8, a 9? Obviously, 8 and 9s, I think, play each other. 10 or 11, how important is it to get on one of these lines? Well, certainly if you're wanting to try to advance in the tournament, the 8-9 is not the ideal line, as you guys know, because you're stuck playing the number one seed in the second game. I mean, it, the higher you get, uh, the, the weaker opponent you play in the first game. So, I mean, yeah, a 6 would be amazing if they could get there because uh, then you play, uh, you know, a, a 3, and then you get a chance to play, a, you know, a, a better team in the second round too. So I, I think, uh, you know, certainly they want to keep winning. They want to keep moving. And in terms of the metrics, guys, I mean, they – uh, picked up a lot of spots, not just because they beat Air Force the other day, but because they beat them by 26 points. And I know Leon Rice has gone on some tangents about this, doesn't like why, you know, how margin of victory plays so much into these analytics, but it is what it is. You're playing the scoreboard. You know, Leon Rice would have been just as fine with a five-point win at Air Force walking out of there, and they would have probably gone from 40 to, you know, 47 in some of those metrics. Instead, they win by 26 and go from 40 back up to 30 at Ken Palm. So that stuff does matter. I mean, you're predicted to win tomorrow by five against Utah State. Anything more than five helps you. Anything less than five theoretically hurts you, and so – it is what it is, and, yeah, they want to try to stay in that top 30. I think they're like 33rd right now in Ken Palm, 35 in the net, something like that. If they can get into the top 30, uh, that would certainly be big for them moving forward. And, and yeah, man, it, it, you know, I, I know that the metrics matter, but some people will say just win, baby, and just see what happens. But uh, you're projected to go 4-1 and one in these five games, and if they can do that, I think they're sitting, you know, pretty. I don't think you're going to get penalized for, for a couple of these, uh, you know, road loss to Colorado State or maybe even a San Diego State. So I think they're solidly on that 8-9 line, and I think Joe Lenardi actually had them as like the second or third highest 8. So, I mean, they're closer to a 7 than they are than like to a 10. So there's a lot of uh, statement opportunities here to get up some big wins and try to inch maybe onto that that 7 line if you can. Whether Leon Rice likes the style point game or not, he, he has to play it. Do you think he'll, and it's not going to be a major priority, but do you think he's going to try to win these games by 10 points 15 points 20 points will he play the style point game over these next five games I think he has to and I think he notices that because he said he hates to do that he'd like to get the the walk-ons in there the bench players in there if he can but he's said that he, he recognizes that that stuff does matter and uh if you're up 12 against Utah State that's that's a big difference than winning by six so uh you know I, I think that uh yeah you know I'm not necessarily saying they're going to be jacking up threes you know with 30 seconds left to try to run up the scoreboard as much as they can but uh yeah I think it does uh, uh uh, the difference, you know, five or six point difference is a, a big difference. And unfortunately, you know, the eye test comes into it and all this stuff. But you got 12 people on the selection committee that look at all these different numbers. The net is the main one they use. That's the one they use for the quad system and all that. But the Ken Palm numbers, the BPI, the Jeff Sager and all those numbers are on the sheets. 
and uh, the committee uses all those numbers. So when you're talking advanced metrics, the, the better you play on offense and defense, the more efficient you are, and the, the more you win by all that stuff plays into it. So I think yeah. it will be very interesting these last five games uh, how they play that, but they're going to – it would benefit them to, to win by as many points as they can. Isn't that crazy? Like, you can essentially lose ranking percentage points for winning a game. They did that the first win. time they played Air Force. They played Air Force. They only won by six, and they dropped and down they like dropped. seven spots. And they yep. dropped. That's just, I mean, that's, that's a tough system to subscribe to for me, but that's what they're using. That's what they're using. BJ, Leon had some fun with you at today's press conference when you tried to get anything out of him regarding the health of this team. And if these fans tomorrow are going to see Emmanuel Acott, if they're going to see Najee Smith, both missed the last game. What are your thoughts on that? A hunch? Have you heard anything? Give it to us, PJ. Uh, if you had to, you know, uh, be a betting man, I think uh, Najee Smith for sure plays tomorrow. His was kind of a small <laughs> sickness, uh, and I everything I've been told is that the plan for the last week or so is gearing towards tomorrow to have Emmanuel Acott. So Leon Rice doesn't want to come out and tell Utah State that Acott's back, but. Uh, I think if he's not back tomorrow, he's for sure back for San Diego State. I think he's close. Some people were worried this might be a season-ending type knee injury or worse than they're letting on. I think he's very close. So I think there is a, a real strong chance based on being at Air Force and seeing some of the movement and stuff he was doing before the game. I think he's uh, really close, and it wouldn't shock me at all to see Acott back tomorrow. BJ, we got to cut you off. We got Commissioner Thompson coming on to talk about the CFP news real quick. Real quick, I'd like to hear your opinion on what happened this morning. Um, I, I think we're all on the same page. We got to wait. We got no choice for the next four years. Hopefully, in 2026, Boise State has a access to a playoff. What'd you take out of today's news? Uh, disappointing that it's going to take a couple more years. And the really disappointing thing is that uh, it's, you know everything you read is that it's probably going to end up being the same twelve-team playoff that was originally proposed. It's just going to take four more years. Uh, I guess you have to you have a unanimous vote to change it in the middle of it, and you don't have to have that down the line, which is why it'll still end up being the the twelve-team playoff. So in the end, it's good for Boise State if it takes a couple extra years. We've been waiting a long time already. What's well, two more years? But it is disappointing. But uh, the fact is that there will be expansion at some point, and that you know Boise State in the group of five. Uh, at least for now, that you know, that's the conference they're in, uh, is going to give them a chance, and, and I think it's great. But hey, make Commissioner Thompson wait. We can go all day. He, he has no problem waiting to talk while I'm talking, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows the power of B.J. Reigns, all kidding aside. <laughs> hey, man, big event tomorrow, B.J. Obviously, I'll see you there on press row and expect a, a classic packed house. I'm thinking like Derek Marks era. I mean, I, don't, I, I haven't seen anything really before that era here. I'm expecting a big one tomorrow. Should be fun, and you guys are looking good, too. I'm liking the uh, camera set up here, and thanks to JP and you guys for setting that up and looking fun to see where this goes moving forward. Yeah, you're the best, BJ. Appreciate you, pal. Take care, guys. BJ Reigns, Bronco Nation News. This is our Bronco Nation News report on Fridays. Coming up, you're not going to want to miss this one. A frustrated Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson will join our Fat Guys Fresh Deli Hotline when we return. We're Prater on the ball game. This is Idaho Sports Talk. You got yourself KTIK the ticket.